emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Congratulations to the newly elected 46th President of the United States, President-elect Joseph Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, the nation's first African-American and Asian Pacific woman elected to the office of Vice President. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Hello and welcome to the Power to the People edition 
of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. You're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Guys, we are so excited uh, again about the election of the 46th President of the United States, President-elect Joseph Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. So, so very excited uh, to make that announcement on tonight. And many of you share in that excitement. I know uh, this past November the 3rd, uh, many of you went to the polls and even before November 3rd, casted your ballot like I did and many, many millions of Americans, 74 million to be exact, voted for actually 75 at this point because the numbers are still coming in. Votes are still being counted around the country. Um, But uh, 75 million people uh, for Joseph Biden and uh, 71, I believe, at this point for uh, Donald Trump. And uh, he, uh, uh, Joseph Biden, Joe Biden, won the popular vote as well as the Electoral College. And this election, um, and as you all know, uh, broke records uh, with absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, as well as in-person voting and uh, from what I understand um, there uh, more people voted in this election than in any other presidential election in U.S. history and uh, you know it is just incredible it is incredible the people have spoken and if there was ever any doubt that your vote counted this election was proof positive that every vote counted every vote counted want to give a special special shout out to the Detroit City Clerk Janice Winfrey and the entire staff the Department of Elections here in the city of Detroit they did a tremendous job uh, all the work that that uh, was done at the TCF Center and at the Department of Elections as well as the satellite locations and the precincts around the city and not just to uh, the city clerk but all the the, the municipalities in uh, in the states around the country that held uh, in-person elections at precincts and polling locations uh, in the middle of this pandemic and to many of the poll workers that were stationed at convention centers around the country that were counting ballots in uh, Philadelphia, in uh, Pittsburgh, in, in Atlanta, in Detroit, in Chicago, in New York, and in many, many places around the country, Ohio. Uh, that were counting ballots um, days after the election so that we could get the results uh, in and uh, the and uh, get <clears throat> the projections made to get us to this point where we are today to announce, of course, that Joseph R. Biden and Kamala Harris are the duly elected new president-elect and vice president-elect of these United States. And we're so, so excited, like many of you are, uh, <clears throat> to to make that announcement. It's a new chapter in American history. History was made. History was made and uh, on Saturday, November the 6th, when that announcement was, uh, was made that uh, these two individuals, it was official at that point. 
that they are the duly elected president-elect and vice president-elect of the United States of America. So, guys, uh, here we are today, and uh, we're going to be talking a lot about this election, the implications, the ramifications of what took place on November 3rd and days after, and to those who, again, are excited about it, and to those who might be a little salty and, and disappointed about the turnout and the results of it. We're going to be talking about that as well. Um, and um, again, we want to just uh, take this time today to, um, you know, really uh, share our thoughts about uh, this election. And to those of you who voted, uh, you know, again, this election was proof positive that your vote counted. Don't let anybody tell you that your vote does not count and it does not matter because it was your vote that got us to where we are uh, today. And uh, whether you voted for Trump or whether you voted for Joseph Biden, your vote counted. Your vote counted. And there was there's no such thing as an illegal vote. But all the votes that were counted uh, were legal votes. And every citizen has the right to vote afforded to us by the Constitution of these United States. So don't let anybody tell you that your vote does not count or that your vote does not matter because this election was proof that it does. We've got a great show in store for you on tonight. We're going to be talking about the election results in the first segment of tonight's show. A lot of things came out of this election. It was a very polarizing election. A lot of people had opinions and viewpoints and perspectives about it before the election and even after the election. The fallout, uh, the results, we're going to talk about all of that in the first segment. Uh, give you some sounds and sights of what happened, what people are saying around the country and even around the world as a result of this election. We're going to be doing that in the first segment of tonight's show. And then in the second segment, we're going to be talking about the historic election of the uh, vice president-elect Kamala Harris, the first African-American woman, Asian-Pacific woman uh, to hold this office in U.S. history. It is phenomenal, extraordinary that this uh, young lady has the opportunity now uh, to sit in this office uh, right next to the president of the of these United States. And um, just tremendous. We want to share with you our thoughts about that and how historic uh, this is for our country and for young ladies and young girls around the country and around the world. We'll be doing that in the second segment of tonight's show. And then rounding out the three topics for tonight's uh, The Power to the People edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be talking about Dave Chappelle's latest uh, stand-up on SNL where he talked about this election and what it meant to him. And the reason I share with you that particular, uh, his particular stand-up, because four years ago uh, on uh, the week 
after the election, Dave Chappelle was uh, the host of that show. And Lauren Michaels, uh, the director of Saturday Night Live, decided to bring Dave Chappelle back because of, um, you know, his take on uh, the election when Donald Trump was elected president. And he wanted to get uh, Dave Chappelle's perspective on uh, this new uh, duly elected president-elect Joseph Biden and Kamala Harris, vice president of these United States. So want to share with you our thoughts about that and even share with you a clip or two of Dave Chappelle's latest uh, stand-up or monologue uh, from uh, Saturday Night Live just a couple days ago. We're going to be doing that in the third segment of tonight's show. And then, of course, we have a dynamic thought of the week. We'll be sharing with you our thoughts. We're calling it Power to the People. Power to the People. Powerful, dynamic thought we want to share with you during tonight's show. Guys, we've got a great show in store for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, we took a little break last week. Wanted to get catch our breath and uh, we knew it was going to be a long week uh, for the uh, for the because of the election and all that we do during that time and so we wanted to make sure that we were rested up and ready to go and uh, give you an opportunity to make sure that you got to the polls and did what you were supposed to do and again shouts out to everybody who did what they were supposed to do and exercise their civic duty and voted and voted so so very important many lives were lost many lives were sacrificed for us to have the right to vote and there was no excuse if you did not go out to the polls and vote and again this was an historic election not just because of the election of vice president elect Kamala Harris but because no, um, but because um, more people voted in this election than any election in presidential history. And I have to say that Donald Trump was the catalyst for that. I truly believe he was the catalyst. Whether we want to give him the credit or not, I believe many people, many, 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 many people went to the polls because of their like or their dislike of Donald Trump and in this case more people went to the polls in dislike of Donald Trump and voted against him in this particular instance uh, than those that did because the popular vote has Donald Trump losing by some 400 by some 4 million votes at this point uh, Biden has 75 million votes to Donald Trump 71 and those numbers are continuing to grow and so we're going to be talking more about those results on the other side of the break. But guys, remember to follow us on all social media at Facebook, on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show or on Instagram and Twitter at TOL Radio Host MSN or drop us an email at contact at MichaelNimmons.com. Love to hear from you. Stop by our website, MichaelNimmons.com. We got a lot of things going on there. We would love to hear 
from you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Your support helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're getting right into our first topic. We're going to be talking about the election results and what happened on November the 3rd and uh, how it's going to impact us in the future. Don't go anywhere, guys. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hello, my name is Maya Nimmons, and I want you to listen to my dad, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., available everywhere you listen to your podcast, and now available on the Detroit Praise Network website. You better listen to that little girl, the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Time Join the Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. Good friend of ours, iconic, legendary radio host right here in Detroit, John Mason. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you, Pastor Michael, man. Head <laughs> out of a cloud and always listen to Thinking It Out Loud. It'll change your life. It'll do it. And every time you watch and listen, it'll change your life every day. Tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday at 8 p.m. with radio host Michael Nimmons. Available everywhere you listen to your podcast and now available for download on the Detroit Praise Network app. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95, or by visiting 
michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. If you believe in social justice, if you believe that black lives matter, if you believe that voting will bring about a change in November, if you believe that Jesus Christ is king, then you need to be listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I'm radio host Michael Nemens, and if all of your answers are yes, then you need to join me Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Available everywhere you listen to your podcast, including michaelnemons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. After four long, tense days, we've reached a historic moment in this election. We can now project the winner of the presidential race. CNN projects Joseph R. Biden Jr. is elected the 46th president of the United States, winning the White House and denying President Trump a second term. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. (laughs) Well, it's easier to be a parent this morning. It's easier to be a dad. It's easier. It's easier to tell your kids character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. And it's easier for a whole lot of people. If you're Muslim in this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry if the president's going to be happier to have babies snatched away or send dreamers back for no reason. <laughs> vindication for a lot of people. In a stunning display from a sitting president, Donald Trump launching an assault on the integrity of the election, unleashing a barrage of false claims of fraud and corruption without evidence. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal. The, the media said what? <laughs> Until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you. Let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of shouting and singing. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. The Lord has... We are back on the Power to the People edition 
of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we're calling it Power to the People because the people took back their power and they went to the polls and voted. They casted their vote. 75 million people voted for the duly elected President-elect Joseph Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. And shouts out to everyone that went out to the polls and made their voices heard. And tonight, we're going to be talking more about that in this segment and throughout tonight's show. Uh, right now, according to the electoral votes, uh, I believe uh, Joe Biden is at 279. You only had only need 270 votes to become president of the United States. He's right now at 279, and Trump is at 214. And um, of course, you all know the fallout of uh, the election. Uh, Trump is still uh, refusing to concede and refusing to give up the quote unquote fight, uh, you know, re- regardless of what the numbers are saying. I believe they're already trying to do a recount in Georgia. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're trying to file lawsuits across the country saying that uh, the there are illegal ballots uh, that have been cast. And I mean, give me a break, guys. It's just, you know, uh, it, it, I can't we all know we we knew that this was what he was going to do before the election he already gave you the narrative he said that the mail-in ballots were going to be illegitimate in his mind uh he did a he did a he gave a speech uh on election night basically saying that he won uh you know all with all the legal votes were counted he won uh and only the uh, the illegal votes were uh afforded to joe biden but but we all know the truth. There are no such thing as legal and illegal votes. There are legal votes and everybody that casted a ballot uh, on Election Day, on or before Election Day, um, you know, are considered legal votes. And there are even votes that have been cast after Election Day. Military uh, votes were cast after Election Day, according to the law. There are military uh, personnel that were allowed to vote and cast their votes and ballots were submitted days after the election that were counted. That's right, guys. I mean, this is the law. This is the law. And what he fails to understand is, uh, you know, he fails to understand election law. And uh, any election lawyer will tell you, any uh, lawyer will tell you that, um, you know, there are, um, that everything was done in order. And these polling locations and at the convention centers where these ballots were being counted. There were poll watchers from the Democratic Party as well as the Republican Party watching the process. It was a transparent process. Nothing was done in the cover of night. Poll watchers had the opportunity to watch ballots being cast, watch ballots being counted, and nothing was done undercurrent. But everything was done out in the open, and uh, and and so that is very significant. And this is something that a Reasonable, reasonable person would understand, and he just—he is—we understand—we know that he's just not that kind of person. But what I thought was interesting, um, you know, in this on Tuesday, 
evening, you know, of course, the polls looked uh, favorable for Donald Trump because he told most of his uh, his followers, told most of his constituents to vote in person, go to the polls on November 3rd and vote in person. And so it is those votes that were counted first in municipalities and states around the country. So those ballots were cast first. Those ballots were counted first. And that is why you saw uh, Donald Trump having leads in states uh, that he won uh, back in 2016. But as they started counting the mail-in ballots, those ballots that were not they were not able to count until Election Day. And again, those ballots broke records across the country because there were hundreds of thousands of ballots that were cast before November 3rd from individuals who did not want to go to the polls and vote in person but they but they chose to vote by mail and that is what Democrats primarily did because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris uh, instructed and advised their followers and constituents to do so they wanted them to stay safe and to stay home and vote and many of them did and you can see that reflected in the results that is why uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were successful in flipping states like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada, Arizona, states that that uh, Donald Trump won handily uh, uh, in 2016 that he lost handily because of the overwhelming number of mail-in ballots that were cast by those who did not want to go to the polls in person and vote. And that was uh, a a very high point for this election, again, because on Tuesday, many of us left uh, thinking that Donald Trump uh, was was going to win this election. But uh, because well, because he was leading by uh, tens of thousands of votes and in some states, hundreds of thousands of votes, I think in Pennsylvania, he was leading at six hundred thousand votes. But as those mail in ballots were being counted. It, his margin of his margin started to shrink his lead started to shrink and shrink and shrink and shrink and eventually Joe Biden overtook him in Michigan he overtook him in Wisconsin he overtook him in Pennsylvania he overtook him in Georgia and in and in those states uh, you know that is where uh, you begin we begin to focus our attention because now the the narrative began to change. The context of the election began to change in the favor of Joe Biden. And we all know that uh, they, they, we all know the results. We all know what happened. Pennsylvania was the state to put him over the top. He was at 253. And Pennsylvania was the state that um, that uh, gave him the presidency of these United States. And so we are so, so very excited about that uh, when that announcement was made on Saturday uh, we were ecstatic like many of you I know were very excited to hear that President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris were officially duly elected President and Vice President of these United States 
And again, as we said earlier in the show, this election is proof that every vote counts. Every vote counts. And what was interesting is that the cities that Donald Trump uh, talked about and criticized throughout his presidency, Detroit, Chicago, Atlanta, Philadelphia, those were the cities that produced. Those were the cities that came through and 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 were uh, and were uh, uh, a big part or a big reason why the states themselves flipped from red to blue. Detroit was the big reason in Michigan and uh, Philadelphia was the big reason in Pennsylvania. Uh, Atlanta was the big reason in Georgia. So you had uh, Milwaukee was the big reason in Wisconsin. Those states that Donald Trump uh, criticized throughout his presidency were the states that came through and I mean made we, we turned those states from red to blue. And again, the reason why it took so long for uh, for CNN and the media and the, and the AP and Fox News and other news outlets to project uh, uh, a, a presidential winner was because those votes had to be counted. And that is your proof right there that every vote counts and every vote matters. So don't let anybody tell you that your vote did not count and your vote did not matter. And now on to this idea of Trump uh, not conceding the election. Guys, uh, you know, I said it, uh, I, I said it all along. I mean, uh, he, he, Trump, whether he concedes or not, uh, he in Jan- January 20th there will be a new president of the United States and we don't have to worry about uh, uh, Trump uh, conceding this election and you know whether he will be leaving the White House or not he can try to bunker himself himself in but believe me trust me they know how to handle Donald Trump believe me they know how to handle Donald Trump he is not so somebody that they have to worry about. I thought it was funny. Somebody tweeted out uh, something about the Secret Service. They said they know how to handle trespassers. <laughs> and uh, come January 20th, if Donald Trump is not ready to leave, he will go from president to trespasser. Can you believe that? Can you imagine that? You will have gone from uh, you know uh, the leader of the free world to essentially a trespasser. And they know how to get rid of trespassers so uh, we don't have to worry about him at all guys don't lose any sleep over what he's going to do after he leaves the White House but just know he's going to leave and I said this before you know Joe can tell Joe can tell Trump you know you could do this the easy way or you could do this the hard way but at the end of the day guess what you got to go the people have spoken and they have declared unequivocally that you are fired. <laughs> Those are, that's a term that you should be familiar with. Those of you who know he was on the you know he was the, uh, the 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 director or the lead of the Apprentice, and that was his favorite phrase. You're fired. Fired. Well, Trump, you have been fired. The American people have fired you. You've done a terrible job 
as president of the United States. You'll go down in history as the worst president of the United States. Over 200,000 deaths and, and, and under your watch during this COVID-19 pandemic. And you're primarily responsible for the handling or mishandling of this pandemic. And they lie at your feet. And uh, I think what is even worse in my mind is those who, uh, you know, evangelicals and and Christians who, you know, conserve who are conservative and 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 try to uh, to use God as their reason to vote for Donald Trump. Uh, I you you heard the the clips in the in the beginning of the show or the beginning of this segment, uh, Paula White and. Uh, and uh, Kenneth Copeland, you know, Paula White did uh, had a prayer vigil, you know, and 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 Kenneth Copeland, I don't know what he was trying to do, have a laugh off, you know, when he said something about you know uh, Joseph Joe Biden is the president of the United States and just started laughing and laughing, and I don't know what he was trying to say, you know, behind all of that, but you know, you know uh, that did that, you know, maybe if he laughed long enough that it wouldn't be true I don't know what he was trying to do or or Paula White you know saying that she was going to dispatch angels from Africa that were going to uh, somehow give Trump the victory really 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 Paula really and and in my mind they really made a mockery of the gospel. Uh, there's another young man, and I, I, I won't go into who his name is, but uh, he was a, he's a friend of mine. But you know, uh, he posted something before the election about you know why he was voting for Trump and. And you know, and 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 using the using scripture as the reason for it, and saying that you know he consulted God about you know voting for Donald Trump, and and uh, and really asking those who were voting for Biden, did they consult God? Uh, you know, uh, when they when they decided to vote for Joe Biden, and you know, many people. I mean, you know, he, I think he has somewhere around 185 comments. Of people who were really just offended by, uh, you know, using this platform and trying to use God as his, uh, you know, his way of uh, of saying that 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 we should be voting for Donald Trump. And, and and giving all given all of the things that 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 Donald Trump has done wrong and and you know the kind of person that he is and I mean he doesn't even he can't even give you a scripture you know he says two Corinthians instead of second Corinthians he he was he he took a photo he took a picture with a Bible held upside down and this is the man that you're defending you're this is the man that that, that evangelicals want to put in office this is the man that that is 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 misogynistic and sexist, and this is the man that is a racist. You know, he 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 equivocated between you know uh, the 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 Nazis and the the militia and the white supremacists saying and 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 the and the oppressed saying that there are good people on both sides. This is the man that you are defending, and I, I just can't understand. And then there are two over two hundred and thirty thousand deaths that lie at this man's feet, and yet. You want to give him another chance? 
I mean, what did he do to deserve another four years in office? He did a terrible job, a terrible job. And there is nothing that you can say uh, that 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 can refute that. That this is beyond me. I, I don't understand it. I really don't. And and so, you know, what what bothered me the most again was was people trying to use God as their reason for voting for for Trump or even for Biden. I mean, God is not Democrat or Republican. There is evil on both sides and you have to make a choice on your own. And 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 God has nothing to do with this. You know, you make the choice, but God is not involved in politics. He's standing outside of all of this and uh and and so you can't you when people try to do that and and try to use God as a way to influence your vote. I think is very dishonest and dis and dis, disingenuous, disingenuine, and um, just wanted to bring that to bear and call that to question because I, you know, when Republicans do it, uh, it's wrong, and even when Democrats do it, and, and I, I, it's wrong. But I don't think Democrats really do that. They don't. Um, but Republicans have a history of of trying to use God and the Bible as a way to influence people's vote uh, but God again is not Democrat or Republican but when you make a choice you make your choice based on your convictions and and what you feel is best for your family for your life for your livelihood on what direction you would like to go into and again if you decide to vote Republican that is completely up to you if you decide to vote Repu- uh, Democrat that is completely up to you but let's leave God out of it and no they're evil on both sides no side is perfect no side is perfect at all Democrats have problems and Republicans have problems and we're not saying that the election of Joe Biden and the election of Kamala Harris is going to be the answer to all of our prayers not at all Uh, the work has still got to be done we've still got this COVID-19 pandemic to deal with we've still got this virus that uh, we're confronted with an economic crisis an unemployment crisis climate change we have a, a racial criminal justice problem in this country uh, we ha- we have a number of different problems on several different fronts that have to be addressed and uh, and but I think that these two individuals have a, a sound mind uh, they, they have a, a moral standing a, a, a uh, uh, they 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 are uh, very intelligent individuals that that will uh, I think do their due diligence to make sure that the decisions that they make are in the best interest of the American people and that's all we ask that is all that we ask so guys I would love to get your thoughts and feedback about this of course um, you know again we're so very excited about uh, this the, the you know the 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 vice president uh, uh, president-elect joe biden and vice president-elect kamala harris and um we're going to be talking more about them 
throughout the rest of this show. But we would love to get your thoughts and feedback on that. Add us at TOL Radio Host MSN on Twitter and Instagram or leave us a comment on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We would love to hear from you. Well, guys, we want to take our next break of the night. But when we come back, we're going to get into the historic election of the first African-American woman, an Asian-Pacific woman, vice president-elect Kamala Harris. We're going to talk more about that during this next segment. You don't want to go anywhere, guys. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Congratulations to the newly elected 46th President of the United States, President-elect Joseph Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, the nation's first African-American and Asian-Pacific woman elected to the office of Vice President. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Demiri Graphics. In need of a local design for your business, then check out Demiri Graphics. Need flyers, business cards, t-shirts, or website for your business, then check out Demiri Graphics. The people at Demiri Graphics will get you right for your next business venture. They're professional, creative, courteous, and they get the job done right every time. Check out the team at Demiri Graphics. Give them a call today at 734 219 5266 Demiri Graphics bringing your imagination to life Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Minneapolis, Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. 
Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Before his passing, wrote, democracy is not a state, it is an act. And what he meant was that America's democracy is not guaranteed. It is only as strong as our willingness to fight for it. To guard it and never take it for granted. And protecting our democracy takes struggle, it takes sacrifice, but there is joy in it, and there is progress, because we, the people, have the power to build a better future. And when our very democracy was on the ballot in this election, with the very soul of America at stake, and the world watching, you ushered in a new day for America. To our campaign staff and volunteers, this extraordinary team, Thank you for bringing more people than ever before into the democratic process. And for making this victory possible to the poll workers and election officials across our country who have worked tirelessly to make sure every vote is counted. Our nation owes you a debt of gratitude. For four years, you marched and organized for equality and justice for our lives and for our planet. And then you voted.
And you delivered a clear message. You chose hope and unity, decency, science, and yes, truth. You chose Joe Biden as the next president of the United States of And Joe is a healer, a uniter, a tested and steady hand, a person whose own experience of loss gives him a sense of purpose that will help us as a nation reclaim our own sense of purpose. And a man with a big heart who loves with abandon. It's his love for Jill, who will be an incredible first lady. grateful to Joe and Jill for welcoming our family into theirs on this incredible journey. And to the woman most responsible for my presence here today, my mother, Shamala Gopalan Harris, who is always in our hearts. Uh, when she came here from India at the age of 19, she maybe um, didn't quite imagine this moment, but she believed so deeply and in America, where a moment like this is possible. And so I am thinking about her and about the generations of women, black women, Asian, white, Latina, Native American women, who throughout our nation's history have paved the way for this moment tonight. Women who fought and sacrificed so much for equality and liberty and justice for all, including the black women who are often too often overlooked, but so often prove they are the backbone of our democracy. All the women who have worked to secure and protect the right to vote for over a century, 100 years ago with the 19th Amendment, 55 years ago with the Voting Rights Act, and now in 2020 with a new generation of women in our country who cast their ballots and continued the fight for their fundamental right to vote and be heard. Tonight, I reflect on their struggle, their determination, and the strength of their vision to see what can be unburdened by what has been. And I stand on their shoulders. And what a testament it is to Joe's character that he had the audacity to break one of the most substantial barriers that exists in our country and select a woman as his vice president. woman in this office, I will not be the last. Because
are back on the Power to the People edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we talked in the last segment about the results of the election on November 3rd. And, um, you know, and just giving you our thoughts on, um, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris being the duly elected president and vice president elect of these United States. And we're so, again, very excited about that and the power to the people the people have spoken and they have collectively decided to fire Donald Trump and hire and elect uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as the new president and vice president of these United States and we're going to be talking more about uh, this historic election throughout this entire show and in this segment uh, as you heard uh, in the opening hearing uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris uh, give her uh, victory speech on uh, this past Saturday evening was tremendous. I mean, she made a number of great statements, and one of which was she said something like her mother always told her uh, that you may be the first to do something, but make sure that you are not the last. And she said that I may be the first vice president, female, uh, African-American, Asian Pacific woman to be vice president elect of these United States, but I guarantee you that I won't be the last. And uh, that just sends so many great messages to young girls and young and, and uh, young women around the country, uh, seeing a woman standing in this powerful office uh, and, and saying that uh, she's going to make sure that she is not the last uh, woman uh, to ever be elected vice president of the United States. Uh, that is such a powerful, powerful message uh, that that she is sending out. And um, I just know that there were young girls, including my own daughters, uh, Maya and, and, and Lauren, who were watching. And, um, you know, I, I just have so much promise that, uh, you know, they can be whatever they want to be. They can dream as big as they want to be, as they want. They can be anything that they want. It reminds me of when President Obama was elected president of the United States. And I shared this story, uh, you know, several shows ago when when my son, I think he was probably two or three years old when President Obama was running for office. And, you know, I remember uh, him sitting in the upper um, uh, the loft of our uh, condo at the time uh, on election night watching uh, you know the election results come in and he could barely say uh, President Obama's name and and I remember watching Wolf Blitzer announce the that you know President elect uh, the, you know Obama had won he was now the 44th president of the United States and I was just looking at my son with so much uh, you know joy and and ebullience at the at that time uh, you know seeing him and 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 him having the opportunity to see uh, this man this this African American man rise to the highest uh, position in this country and um, you know it was it was tremendous it was tremendous and just knowing that young people that were born in 2008 only knew a president that looked like them, young people, uh, black Americans, black young boys and black young girls born in 2008 only knew a president 
that looked like them. That was an amazing, amazing uh, moment and picture to take. Uh, and you know, and now young girls can that are born in this, uh, you know, era in this time can see that it is possible for them to ascend to the second highest, uh, you know, position in this country. And you know. Here we are, uh, uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris is, you know, uh, you know, she could very well be president of the United States at any point, at any moment. She has to be ready to take office at any point. And we're not saying that uh, something is going to happen to uh, Joe Biden, but, you know, as vice president, she has to be ready to take the helm at any moment. And even, you know, after Joe Biden is done, you know, whether he decides to run for a second term or uh, he is only going to run for uh, uh, for one term, uh, the, the Democratic Party will be in the hands of Vice President Kamala Harris. It will be hers to decide whether she's going to pursue the presidency of these United States. And, you know, the, the, the slogan that um, Hillary uh, put out there, you know, the glass ceiling had been shattered or the glass ceiling was shattered or it had it hadn't been shattered at that point because Hillary did not win the presidency and see when she uh, made her uh, second bid, but uh, it had enough cracks in it at the at that point that uh, Kamala uh, definitely shattered that glass. And here we are, uh, you know, just talking about uh, her historic election. And one thing I have to say again about the Democratic Party is they are they they they've delivered on uh, yet another historic election, and uh, you know we, they delivered on the first African American president of the United States in Barack Obama, and now they have delivered on the first African American female and Asian Pacific woman uh, as vice president elect of these United States. And say what you want about the Democratic Party, but it is a party of diversity. It is a party of um, a party of, of of unity. It is a party that uh, a party of the people. You know, say what you want about uh, you know uh, uh, the, the, the 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 what you might not like about uh, you know some of their uh, values. You know, and whatnot. And of course, I'm I'm not you know a, a fan of everything that uh, the Democratic Party stands for. I won't go, go into all of that tonight. But uh, what I will say is that it is a party of and f- of the people. And when you listen to uh, Democrats talk about policy and when they talk about, um, you know, talk about the people, you hear uh, real answers. You hear, you know, real uh, responses to questions and concerns that have been raised. And then and you don't hear platitudes and you don't hear catchphrases and, and like, you know, this is the best administration ever. And, you know, there is no greater administration that will ever be done. And, oh, yeah, yeah, just we've done more for the African 
African-American community since Abraham Lincoln. That That is not true. I mean, lies after lies after lies after lies. And it's unfortunate that that, that is where we are uh, with this. Uh, the, the, and but but again, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about that. But what I wanted to say really was that the Democratic Party has delivered yet again on another historic election. And, uh, you know, you can say what you want about the Democratic Party, but it is a party of diversity. And now young girls and young ladies around the country and the world. Can look at Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and say that the sky is the limit. With everything that women have been going through, the Me Too movement, uh, sexual harassment, uh, you know, uh, fair not fair wages, and 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 trying to get equal rights, this right here, this right here is their shining moment. And uh, and it is a it is a moment that should propel women into a new era. You know, they'll be able to look at Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, and say that nothing is absolutely impossible. We can do whatever we set our minds to do. The sky is absolutely the limit. And that is the message we want to send to all the young ladies and young girls out there that she is a great, great role model for you, someone to aspire to be like. Like, that is what we need to hear and see in this day and time. Not the video vixens, not the 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 uh, Instagram models that you see, uh, you know, or on Twitter and Facebook or what have you. But she is the role model for young women around the world. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'm just um, godly proud of uh, her ascension to this high office I know she's going to do a fabulous job in this office again I am so excited about the election of the 46th president of the United States president-elect Joe Biden and vice president-elect Kamala Harris I would love to get your thoughts and feedback about it. Again, you can add us at TOL Radio Host MSN on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show. Guys, we would love to hear from you. Want to know your thoughts and your feedback? Send us an email at contact at michaelnemis.com. Well, guys, want to take our next break of the night. But when we come back, we're going to be talking some Dave Chappelle. I can't wait to share with you some excerpts from his latest uh, SNL monologue, his stand-up. He was on SNL Saturday Night Live uh, this past weekend talking about the election and the election results. I want to share with you my thoughts about that. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 
This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. All-Pro football player Derek Mason on Jay-Z in the NFL. Jay-Z said, you know, we're past milling. Because Jay-Z, you may be past milling, but the guys that are still milling, the guys that are still fighting for injustice, they're not past milling. Everybody's screaming that, oh, Jay-Z's at the table now. We should be happy that one of us is at the table. Just because you're at the table doesn't mean we all eat the same. Poet and lyricist Ty Scott King on the culture of CHH. My brain is overloaded. Like, I think a lot of people are like, man, there's not really many people doing this. There are thousands of very amazing artists that are doing Christian hip-hop. So I think about Aaron Cole. I think about Stephen Malcolm, who is there someone that could hear an interview and be like, I want to work with him. Like, he would be a person that I, I would love to work with. He's just a phenomenal rapper, just really creative. Wande, she's another one that, uh, another artist that I had on my radio show. She is, um, Wande is maybe in her early 20s. She's doing a lot of stuff now with Reach Records and just really different, <laughs> really, um, going against the grain. Griff from Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell on what he does besides comedy. Yeah, yeah. Comedy is always my first my first job. Radio is my side job, but I just um, got a nonprofit. I've been working with other people's nonprofits for the last thirty years. Um, and I just created my own nonprofit, five oh one C three called the Process Success Foundation to deal with leadership. And basically, I'm just going to take a bunch of young men on field trips all around the world. And I can show you how during the NHL season that all basketball stadiums have ice on them with the hardwood over the ice. Once I show you those processes, then I can teach you the process of forgiveness. I can teach you the process of love. I can teach you the process of being grateful. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Vision should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister Michael Nimmons. Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega-pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. 
Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. incredible day you know you know what I was thinking about all day today this is really weird first of all I'm nervous I should tell you that you can't tell but all inside I, I was thinking about a person I never actually met but I heard about all my life I, I was thinking about my great-grandfather who apparently by all accounts was a very great man he, he was born a slave in South Carolina uh, was a slave for 10 years of his life and when the northerners came down they started educating some of the, the newly freed black children and, and he learned how to read got enamored with education and dedicated his life to three things education freedom of black people Jesus Christ became a juggernaut Naomi Church it's a pretty amazing story my great grandfather had and I thought about him all day today because I wish I could see him now. I wish he could see me. Because I wonder what he would say. This week I flew to New York on a private jet to host Saturday Night Live. Netflix started streaming a show that bears his name, Chappelle Show. And HBO Max is streaming it. And I didn't get paid for any of it. Yeah, if he could see me now, he'd probably be like, this nigga got bought and sold more than I had. <laughs> this morning after the result. And a state like Ohio, for instance, right? People make more money from their stimulus checks than they do if they work. So a lot of people don't want to work. You know what it reminded me of? Ronald Reagan. You're a black fella. You're a young fella, though. You don't know about Ronald Reagan. Remember what Ronald Reagan used to say about black people? How we were welfare people, drug addicts? Who does that sound like now? <laughs> Stimulus checks, the heroin. And the rest of the country is trying to move forward, and these white niggas keep holding us back. mask because it's oppressive. Try wearing the mask I've been wearing all these years. I can't even tell something true unless it has a punchline behind it. You guys aren't ready. You're not ready for this. You don't know how to survive yourselves. Black people, we're the only ones that know how to survive this. Whites, come. Hurry quick. Come get your necklaces. <laughs> you need us. But if you're a good white, you actually want to help. 
join me. I'm not even joking. This is my it's my plan. It's called the kindness conspiracy. It's random acts of kindness for black people. Do something nice for a black person just because they're black. And you gotta make sure they don't deserve it. That's a very important part of it. They can't deserve it. The same way all them years they did terrible things to black people just because they're black and they didn't deserve it. If you're driving through the hood one day and you see a black dude standing on a corner selling crack, destroying his community, buy him an ice cream. Just buy him some ice cream. He'll be suspicious, but he'll take it. Everybody who's celebrating the day to remember it's good to be a humble winner. Remember when I was here four years ago? Remember how bad that felt? Remember that half the country right now still feels that way. Please remember that. Remember that for the first time in the history of America, the life expectancy of white people is dropping because of heroin, because of suicide. All these white people out there that feel that anguish, that pain, that mad because they think nobody cares. Maybe they don't. Let me tell you something. I know how that feels. I promise you, I know how that feels. If you're a police officer, and every time you put your uniform on, you feel like you got a target on your back. You're appalled by the ingratitude that people have when you would risk your life to save them. Oh, man. Believe me. Believe me. I know how that feels. Everyone knows how that feels. But here's the difference between me and you. You guys hate each other for that. And I don't hate anybody. I just hate that feeling. That's what I fight through. That's what I suggest you fight through. You got to find a way to live your life. You got to find a way to forgive each other. You gotta find a way to find joy in your existence in spite of that feeling. And if you can't do that, come get these nigga lessons. Thank you very much and good night. back on the power to the people edition of the thinking out loud radio show and we talked in the first segment about the election results and sharing with you our thoughts and excitement about the election of the 46th president of the united states president-elect joe biden and vice president-elect kamala harris and uh you know again president-elect uh joe biden 279 electoral votes to donald trump's 
214. Election results are still coming in, and who knows, he might be at 306 before it is all said and done. Um, and then, of course, in our last segment, we talked about the historic election of the first woman and first African American and Asian Pacific uh, Vice President elect uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, she is a phenomenal woman. Uh, we shared with you an excerpt of her speech that she gave uh, just a couple days ago on Saturday when they gave their acceptance speeches after they officially became president elect and vice president elect of these United States. So guys, uh, just a tremendous, tremendous weekend that we had uh, and we're sharing with you our thoughts and feedback about uh, what 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 transpired, what happened. And you have yourselves to thank. Power to the people. Those of you who went out to the polls and voted as you should, uh, you have yourselves to thank. And to those that did not vote, uh, which I don't, I, which probably were very few people because, again, more people voted in this election than any presidential election in U.S. history. So there were a lot of people that went out to the polls and voted. You know, we had, uh, I think, as a total, over 180 million people, 75 million for Joe Biden and 71 million for uh, for Donald Trump. And so a lot of people went out to the polls and voted. The one thing I said earlier, in the show and I'm sticking with it is is that that we really have Donald Trump uh, to thank for these types of election results because with all the bad things that this man has done he really motivated a lot of us to vote this to, to vote this this go around I was told that just in Michigan there were 18,000 new registered voters 18,000 new registered voters in Michigan alone. So there you have it. There are a lot of people that voted in this election that did not vote back in 2016. And we have Donald Trump to thank for that. So thank you, Donald, because you are the reason why many of us went to the polls. Now, I voted in 2016 and have been voting ever since or even before then. But but many, many people voted for the first time back in 2016. Uh, back in 2000 and uh, we voted for the first time back in, in uh, this, this past week. Uh, but but, uh, you know, we we you know, we have him to thank because of his antics, because of the kind of person that he is. Many people said that they were tired of uh, of him and they wanted to see a change. And the people took back their power and they went to the polls and voted as so they should. And so in this segment uh, on tonight's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about comedian Dave Chappelle. Those of you who know me and listen to the show for any given time or any, any point in time know what I think of Dave Chappelle. I think he is a comedic genius. Uh, and uh, I think he's a brilliant comedian. In fact, I, I you know, he reminds me uh, of Dick Gregory. In fact, I think he is the the the, 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 the heir apparent. He is the, the successor to Dick Gregory uh, because there was something he even said in this latest uh, stand-up he did on Saturday Night Live, uh, something that uh, really uh, resonated with me. He said, try wearing the mask that I wear. 
I can't tell the truth unless it's followed up with a punchline. And that's one thing that he does. He is a truth teller. He tells the truth whether you like it and whether you're not, whether you don't like it. But he always has to follow that up with a joke. He's laughing the truth into you because that is the only way that you can you're able to digest it. Because he said right after that is that you you can't handle it. You can't handle me just giving you the the raw truth. It has to be spoon fed in a joke form so that you'll be able to understand it. You'll be able to appreciate it and handle it. And so uh, I thought that was interesting. Try wearing the mask that I wear. I cannot tell the truth without a punchline behind it, and um, and and he does that throughout his entire uh, his, his entire standup. Uh, we share with you a, a excerpt of that monologue he gave on SNL, and just a few uh, things that really stood out to me was when he talked about uh, at the, towards the end. Uh, I understand what it feels like talking about the police officers who walk around with a target on, uh, who wake up in the morning, who walk around with a target on their back, and they they, they feel like they're not appreciated. They feel like they're, 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 there's no gratitude for the work that they do. And, and, and he was saying that I understand that. I understand that. Everybody understands that. Um, but he said, here's the difference between me and you. You guys hate each other for that. He said, but I don't hate anybody. I just hate that feeling. I just hate that feeling. Talking about the, 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 the uh, you know, um, the, the he, he, he's talking about. You know the 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 Black Lives Matter and the Blue Lives Matter uh, debate that's been going on, and 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 talking about how Black people feel unappreciated and Black people feel, uh, you know, again mistreated by the police, and and that is the reason why we have this this racial uprising in the middle of this pandemic. You know, police brutality and all of these di- different issues that really. Fo- many of us to go to the polls and make our voices heard so that we can see some real change in Washington and see real change in the criminal justice system. Uh, but he again said something uh, that I thought was very, very poignant and very true that 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 he that we as African-Americans understand what it feels like to walk around with a target on our backs. But we don't hate each other. We don't hate we don't hate the police for that. We don't hate the killers uh that that are respond that that have made us victims. There was something that we we there was something that Cornell West said. Dr. Cornell West said uh we we shared in a couple shows a few shows ago during our thought of the week where he was interviewed by Anderson Cooper and he was talking about how all of the hatred and the vitriol that that African Americans have gone through and faced as a community has not turned us against white America. It is 
only cause us to love them even the more. And, and, and we don't try to seek retribution. We don't try to seek revenge against them, but we take the higher ground. Those victims, the families of the victims of police brutality, you hear that in their, in their speeches, their messages after uh, their sons or their daughters or relatives have been killed. They're not trying to incite violence. They're not trying to, to, to seek the death penalty for these police officers. They're just seeking justice for their lost loved ones. And, and, and in many cases and in instances, you hear them say that they love them. They love them. And, and it's in this, in this, in the Christian tradition that you hear it where, where, where Jesus said, love them that despitefully use you. Uh, and, 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 and that is the, the Christian tradition. That is where we are. And, and it's, and, and, and you hear that in Dave Chappelle's, uh, uh, monologue. You hear that in his, uh, comedic standup that even though there's a joke there, he is still, there's still much truth that is being shared in that particular moment. And that's something that I really wanted to make uh, clear in this uh, segment that that um, you know we are in a, a, a pol- we we had a very polarizing election and yes we're still in the middle of it for many people you know we we we, we all know about what's happening in the news and and you've seen Trump supporters showing up at the TCF Center in Detroit and showing up in in convention centers around the country uh, saying stop the vote and in places where uh, Trump was winning and and continue voting in places where uh, continue counting where uh, Trump was losing, uh, you know, and 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 so and then you hear, you know, uh, uh, th- there is again conflict on both sides, but the Trump supporters are 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 really uh, adamant about uh, their their president uh, winning this election, and and they seem to be on a different in a different reality on a different plane when it comes to the truth versus reality and um uh, and, and so I say all that to say that uh, they are a reflection of the person that sits in the White House we have a narcissistic racist misogynistic sexist leader that is in the White House and he has become a reflection. The people have become a re- the people that follow him have a re- become a reflection of his leadership. And you see that you see that. And 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 it and he has been an enabler of these individuals these four years that he has been in office. They have come out from under the cracks. They have come out in droves and in numbers uh, expressing their hatred, expressing their disdain for African-Americans. There is the, there is a uh, the, 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 the police brutality as has hit a height during this presidency. That 
That is not to say that it did not happen under other presidents like President Obama. You know, we had Trayvon Martin and Eric Garner uh, uh, and many others that were killed by the police during that time. Of course, you had, uh, you know, Professor uh, Gates accosted in his own home by a white police officer. Uh, You all remember that uh, during uh, early on in, in Barack Obama's first term as president of the United States. So I'm not saying that these types of things did not happen under other presidents, but they were but they were not. Um, the, the environment was not fostered under those presidents. They the, the, those presidents spoke out against it, and they spoke out against that environment, and they worked to try to eliminate those problems as best they could. But here we have someone that has been enabling these types of events and occurrences throughout their entire tenure as president of the United States. And that is the reason we are where we are. And he is the reason why, uh, you know, we have uh, problems in our criminal justice system. We have an attorney general that has turned a blind eye to the, the black men and the black women that have been killed because of police brutality in this country. So it's time for a change. And you all made it happen. You made it happen. You made it very clear. And even if it has not been made clear to the current occupant of the White House, he will get it. He will get the point. Trust me, he will. When it comes, when January 20th comes and the U-Haul pulls up to the White House, he's going to leave whether he's going to be walking out on his own or he's been he's going to be dragged out by his hair. He's got to go. He has got to go. <laughs> he has got to go. So, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to express that. Uh, but again, I, I I just love Dave Chappelle's honesty. I love the, the Dave Chappelle's truth in in in, in his stand up. Even though you know, again, some some of it might be offensive to some. You know, the the language and whatnot. But he put all that aside. This young man is telling the truth in many cases. And it's a truth that many people don't want to handle. Many people don't want to deal with. Uh, But it's a truth that uh, that definitely resonates with uh, with me and many, many other people. Uh, I, I, I again, considering him the successor to Dick Gregory, another comedic genius, someone who transcended his genre um, and, um, you know, became an icon, a comedic icon in his own right. And Dave Chappelle is well on his way to doing uh, the same. Guys, I would love to get your thoughts and feedback about this and anything else we discussed during tonight's show. Uh, we truly appreciated it. Uh, again, add us at TOL Radio Host MSN or Instagram and Twitter, or hit us up on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show, or drop us an email at contact at michaelnimmons.com. We would love to hear from you. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. God- 
Well, guys, we're going to take our last break of the night. But when we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. Power to the people. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Giving voice to issues that matter to you. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Telly Hampton, coming to you straight from Detroit, Michigan. Right now, I'm tuned in with your great host, Michael Nimmons. Make sure you stay locked to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday at 8 p.m. with radio host Michael Nimmons. Available everywhere you listen to your podcast. And now available for download on the Detroit Praise Network app. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you... Who Told You That You Were Naked is a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Hey, what's cracking, Planet Earth? It's your boy, Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemeth. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're listening.
listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's time, time, time for the Thinking Out Loud radio show of the week. The media said what? <laughs> The media said Joe Biden's president. Ha 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 Tonight's thought of the week is entitled Power to the People. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with inalienable rights and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These are the poignant words of one of our more prolific founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson. That these guiding principles are really the heart and soul of our nation. The Founding Fathers wanted to ensure that everyone knew and understood their basic and fundamental rights as American citizens. Although we know as the founding of this nation that African Americans were not included in Jefferson's formula of citizenship. We were considered three-fifths of a human being, according to this newly formed union. But over time, through our persistence, courage, determination, protests, marches, and tremendous sacrifice... The words of this historic document have now been realized for millions of Americans who were not a part of the original architecture of this nation. Through revolution and evolution, we have become a more perfect union. Note the words, more perfect. We are far from perfect, but each generation moves us closer and closer to perfection. And this past November 3rd, we took yet another step toward perfection with the election of the 46th president-elect Joseph Biden and vice president-elect Kamala Harris, the first woman, African-American and Asian Pacific American to hold the office of vice president. What an amazing step forward this nation just made with the election of vice president-elect Kamala Harris. And what audacity and courage that then-candidate Joe Biden had to add her to his ticket. America thought we had eclipsed hundreds of years of slavery and racism with the inauguration of our nation's first African-American president in Barack Obama. We believed that our nation had taken a giant leap forward with this historic election back in 2008. This was definitely a sense of pride and civility that came with casting our ballot for our nation's first African-American president. It was reminiscent of the day and time in South Africa when millions of South Africans elected Nelson Mandela as the first president of South Africa post-apartheid. What an extraordinary moment. And this is what our nation has seemed to embark upon some 14 years ago. We all thought that even as the Obama administration came to a close, that there would be a continuation of this historic spirit with the election of our nation's first woman president and Hillary Rodham Clinton. But not so. 
Unfortunately, another candidate was elected that would take our nation in a direction that we had never seen before. A leader that had very little political experience and even less leadership skills. And yet, he would lead our nation through some of his most darkest and tumultuous times. An economic downturn, a racial uprising, a worldwide pandemic were three of the worst periods in American history. A man who would side with our nation's enemies over his own intelligence experts. A man who would equivocate between races and the oppressed, stating they are good people on both sides. A man who lacks the empathy for the people he was elected to lead. A man who to this day continues to make fun of a virus that he's duly responsible for taking the lives of over 200,000 Americans. And yet he doesn't seem to understand why people voted in overwhelming numbers this election cycle to send a message to this embattled and already impeached president that your time is up. This election, in the middle of the worst pandemic this world has ever seen, people elevated their voices through the ballot and expressed their disdain and distrust for the current occupant of the White House and collectively decided to choose another man to lead this country. The people used the power of their collective voices to chart a new course for this country and unequivocally declare that it is time for a change. The people used the power of their voices to send a message to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue that your days are numbered and we are indeed more important than you seem to think so. And when we underestimate the people's voice, it continues to resonate as votes are still being cast and counted. The people delivered a message to the entire country and the world that we are still the first and the last voice that needs to be heard when it comes to health care, the economy, education, climate change, and criminal justice reform. The people voted in unprecedented fashion and in overwhelming numbers to rightfully and auspiciously proclaim that we have the power to make change in Washington. We have the power to make change in the White House. We have the power to make a change in the electorate. We have the power to elect the first ever African-American and Asian-Pacific woman vice president. We have the power to take back control of our country. And we did it in overwhelming numbers. So when people tell you that your vote doesn't count, or they tell you that you don't have the power to change things, you can point them to this election when millions of Americans from all walks of life, from every race, creed, and color raise their collective voices and declare in the resilient words of John Lennon, power to the people, power to the people, power to the people. Power to the people. Power to the people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed our thought of the week. And again, I believe the people got their power back uh, on November 3rd and made it very clear who they wanted to lead them these next four years. Power to the people. Shouts out to everybody that made it their responsibility and voted. Shouts out to you all. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Again, we talked about the
the election results and uh, again excited about the 46th president of these United States president-elect Joe Biden and vice president-elect Kamala Harris so very excited about them and what they are going to do uh, as the president and vice president of the United States of America so very excited about that and I know you are as well. Well, guys, and we also talked about uh, Kamala Harris' historic election as vice president-elect, the first African-American woman, Asian-Pacific woman, elected as vice president of this country. Again, the Democrats delivered on another historic election, and we're so very excited about that. And then we close out this uh, show talking about Dave Chappelle and uh, his comedic genius. Again, stand up just telling the truth. He's a truth teller saying very emphatically that, um, you know, wearing the mask that he wears uh, can't tell the truth without having a punchline behind it. But he is definitely a truth teller. Enjoyed his monologue on Saturday Night Live. You got to catch it. Uh, we'll post a link on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page if you want to see that if you missed that Saturday night uh, monologue uh, this past Saturday so guys again we enjoyed um, you know talking about uh, the election I hope you enjoyed tonight's show again you can add us at TOL radio host MSN on Twitter and Instagram or leave us a comment on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show or leave us a comment on our uh, official uh, show page right from our website at michaelnemis.com so guys we got a lot of places you can engage us we love to hear from you send us an email at contact at michaelnemis.com um, again love to get your feedback and thoughts about anything that we discussed on the show we appreciate all of our listeners to tonight's show. And uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, we truly appreciate your support. And again, we want to shout out all the poll workers, all those who worked, uh, you know, in whatever capacity around the country, whether you were in a precinct, where you were in a polling location, or whether you were in a convention center counting the absentee ballots with poll, work, poll watchers, watchers. Watching whatever you did uh, during this election, uh, our hats are off to you. Those that rolled up their sleeves in the middle of a pandemic, we want to shout you out on today. You did a phenomenal job. Whatever you did, we want to thank you from the bottom of our heart because you are you are the people that make this country great, and it, and we you continue uh, to do it. And we want to again thank you for all. That you do Well guys We're getting ready To get out of here We appreciate you Tuning in to tonight's show Remember to tune in Next week We're going to have Another great show In store for you Rate, review And subscribe To the Thinking Out Loud Radio show Your support Helps to Increase our exposure Across the world Wide web Well until next time Always remember If you think it You can believe it If you can believe it You can see it If you can see it You can be it If you can be it You can achieve it The power Rests within you The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening.
Thank you for tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. To get more info about the show and the ministry, visit michaelnemons.com. Want to book radio host Michael Nemons for your next special event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.